don't cry You can rely on me, honey You can come by anything you want I'll be around You write about the stars Each one is a setting sun Welcome everyone to the Armchair Philosopher podcast. Uh, I'm I'm your host for this uh, for the show. My name is Sean DeRager, and uh, I want to thank you first for just checking this out. Um, I got this idea a few days ago, and uh, I used to have a a movie podcast, and then before that, I did in uh, a podcast that involved uh, indie music, uh, where I played music and talked to bands and stuff like that, but. Um, Recently, I've been kind of on a theology, philosophy uh, type of journey, so um, I figured I would, I would start this up and uh, see where it goes. So, uh, you know, it's the first show, so it's, it's going to be a bit rocky, so I'm just going to be, I'm just going to jump in feet first and see how it goes. So, uh, so yeah, so welcome to the show. Um, I guess, first of all, I guess I need to, you know, I'm to try to lay the groundwork for what I want the show to be. Um, I started uh, doing a lot of research and in different things, different faiths, different worldviews, and stuff like that, and started looking for for podcasts that I can possibly listen to. And I found found a handful, but the the problem with the podcasts that I found was each one had its own agenda. Um, there was a there's an, there's an atheist podcast. Uh, the, the they have an atheist agenda. There's uh, you know, there's a skeptic podcast that I check out. That's a it's but it has a skeptic's agenda. Um, there's a few theology podcasts. Uh, they have a Christian agenda. So I figured, you know, I have such a wide variety of friends, and uh, I might as well just start a show and just start start having a conversation with them. Um. It's gonna be it's gonna be people I've known I've known for quite a while, uh, new people I've met. Um, I'm hoping to eventually, you know, get into actually like authors, uh, interview them and talk to them about you know where where their uh, journey has taken them, and uh, so we'll see where it goes. Should be fun. Um, let me get my notes here. I tried to trying to be organized for this first one because it's just gonna be me <laughs> talking at you, the listener. Um, so it's a bit awkward for me because I'm more of a conversationalist. I'm more of, you know, talk and then, uh, you know, hear what you have to say or whoever I'm talking to has to say. So it's so me by myself, uh, I'm not comfortable. So I'm hoping, you know, maybe one of these days I'll get comfortable doing it. But um, so what I want to do with the show is I'm um, hoping, hoping to do some interviews. And I'm hoping most shows have interviews. Um, I know there's... Uh, throughout the week, there's going to be news stories and stuff like that, with you know, related towards religion and and, and things like that. That uh, I definitely, you know, I, I I crowd up my Facebook so much with these posts. I'm sure that most of my friends and acquaintances kind of get sick of it. So um, I'm hoping to kind of move that energy into this and actually maybe talk about a few of these news stories I've seen during the week and uh, give my opinion of them. And then um, you know, I would love feedback. You know, I'd love comments on on the Facebook. I'll get to all the contact information later, where you can find the show and stuff. Um, but I would love a con. I'd love a conversation with uh, you, the listener, 
and as well as um you know these people that I'll be interviewing. So we'll we'll see how it goes, but um I I don't know. I'm just I'm just kind of figuring this out as I go. So but I definitely want a conversation um and I don't want a one-sided conversation. Um so I figured I'd, I would throw this out there and see if I can get feedback from my friends who are listening and uh those of you who don't know me who who found the show somehow. Um so I'm, I'm hoping for some fun. I'm hoping for you know, it could get heavy at times, I guess, but I want more of a lighthearted show. So, um, cause I'm not a very, I mean, I guess I get intense at sometimes, but I'm not, um, I guess from my Facebook, you'd think <laughs> some of my friends, some of my friends from Facebook, uh, people who've known me for quite a while probably think that I've just taken a turn for the worse and have gotten all dark and everything because a lot of, a lot of my, uh, posts on uh, the news stories I find out, I, I look at and, and want to comment on are, I guess are fairly negative because it's, it's, I, I comment on stuff that blows my mind. Like, um, you know, recently there's a senator that uh, posts on his Facebook that he thought that all gay people should die because they're like a blight on society or something like that. Of course, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a response and uh, of course post that to Facebook. So I'm hoping to get the negativity out of my Facebook and these conversations from my just posts all the time. Bring them into the show. And I did set up a page for uh, for this show on Facebook. So, um, but you know, I I'm not I'm not a hundred percent a negative person. It's just like I guess I guess I'm most vocal on things that kind of take me by surprise or, or blow my mind. So, um, but I'm a generally upbeat and positive person. So I'm hoping to get uh, balance both sides of my uh, persona here. But <laughs> but so. So what I want what I want to accomplish with this podcast is uh I mean I want to have a non-biased conversation both with you the listener and with my guests. So I mean of course we all have our biases, but um in the in the course of the conversation I want to kind of let uh those who I'm interviewing and and you who are who are listening kind of guide the conversation and hear what you have to say. So that's that's a very important thing. Um I'm de- this show is definitely not going to be censored. So you know, so if uh, so if a word pops out and somebody says a word, you know, um, it's going to happen and I'm not going to there's not going to be any apologies for it. So uh, I know I'm going to probably have a mixed uh, listenership of what Christians, non-Christians, uh, you know, Muslim, uh, whatever, you know, people who don't believe in anything. I, I I I I really look forward to having a wide variety of people. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to let things fly. I'm not going to censor it. I'm not going to, you know, uh, somebody says the word fuck. I'm not going to, you know, bleep it out or whatever. You know, we're all adults. We can all hear, we, we, we use language every day and, uh, yeah, that's just how it's going to be. I mean, the funny thing is like, normally I wouldn't even say anything, but because I know I come from a Christian background, (laughs) so I know a lot of my friends and family are on Facebook and everything like that. And so I'm always like, I'm always kind of self-censoring myself anyway, but I'm not going to, for the show. I'm, we're just going to let things fly and, and and see how it goes. So, um, and of course, I want you know I, I want to enter a discussion with all faiths. So, you know, just because I have a Christian background doesn't mean that this is going to be a solely coming from any Christian perspective. I, I really want to get um, just cover the wide variety of uh, of faith uh, that you know, and non-faith that happened, that, that is in our society. I think it's a really interesting, religion to me is extremely interesting. And the fact that 
that people can believe something and live their lives by a certain by a certain set of rules um and then a whole other group can live by a whole completely set of different rules is just really fascinating by me and and everyone thinks they're right you know um and everyone's trying to get everyone else to follow <laughs> what they believe so it's a, it's a, it's it's such a fascinating subject that I really hope to explore that during during the show so um So I think I've covered. I think I've covered what what I want the show to be. Like I said, I'm I'm, I'm kind of just jumping in on on here. So I'm, I'm hopefully the next few shows are uh, are a little more organized. But uh, I just if I don't just start somewhere, if I didn't just start it, I would have never started this podcast because I'll I'll always put it off until I'm ready. And and uh, you know you're you're never ready. So I'm just uh, gonna jump into it. But um, so that's what I do. That's what I want to uh, accomplish with the show. I hope that we can. Uh, benefit from from having conversation um i'm hoping not to ramble too much uh i'm i am a rambler but like i said i'm 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 better in i know that i'm better in, in a conversation and uh i'm not fully comfortable with just letting it be all about me and really that's i don't want that show to be all about me but for this show it has to be i got to start somewhere <laughs> so so put up with my uh my slight bit of un- uncomfortableness. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I will let you guys know a little bit more about me. But first up, I'm going to play a little bit of David Bazan. The song is called Virginia off his new album, newish album, Strange Negotiations.
So I guess I should let all of you know a little bit about myself, about my journey. Um, I mean, I, I was raised in in a Christian Christian home. Uh, we lived in Northern California, and I have I have memories of a, of a couple of a couple churches there. I know that first we went to when I was very very young, um, and my cats are having a heyday right now. Uh, is a is a church called the Fellowship of the Living God, I believe, and that was the first uh, first church that I was involved. I guess involved in, but I was really young, so um, so a lot of my memories are you know, I have some memories. It was a Christian school, and and it was, I know there's a lot of young people there. And eventually, my parents ended up leaving that church, and a lot of people did. I I know I've had some conversations um, with my mom and dad about it, and, and it was kind of a did turn into kind of a cult type church where one the leader of the church did have I guess uh, people would rely on his every word and and not necessarily think for themselves and it and he kind of got a little uh, from my I guess from what I've heard you know power I, I don't know power hungry is the wrong word but um but they weren't following what would what would be ba- what would would be I guess a, a fully based on the Bible. Um, church. So my parents ended up going to a Lutheran church after that. And for the rest of my, my middle school and stuff like that, I went to a Lutheran school. And um, my first uh, my first experience with like public school and not going to a school with uh, with everyone who pretty much, I guess, is saint, believe the same thing. We were all young, so we're all learning, you know, um, Christian education and stuff like that. So uh, my parents ended up moving to from Northern California to Iowa, 
And that was my first uh, bout of of public school, you know. And if you're a if you're raised in a Christian home and and you go to all all Christian school and everything like that, um, you know, Christians or public school is this is this big thing that you're oh no you're going into you know a school full of many different beliefs and you need to watch yourself and you need to be careful who you who are your friends with and and things like that. And uh, I mean. Then it turns out, I mean, there, there's there's 60 people in my class. It's a small town in Iowa. I was not a fan of of living in Iowa. Um, I mean, you make the most of it. I have fond memories, but uh, I, I know that a lot of a, a lot of my younger days, and this was when I was about 10, um, 10 through you know through college. Uh, it was just there's frustration because I. I didn't like it there, um, for the most part. Like I said, I, I'm, I've I made friends. I do have fond memories of Iowa, but uh, I didn't didn't want to be there. So there's a lot of kind of I guess internal uh, frustration. And um, my parents went to a church, uh, tried a couple different churches, but but the the thing that my that my parents had to deal with was they, from their, their, the first church they went to, the Fellowship of the Living God, they had some kind of hurt there or they were kind of scared that they would get, um, I guess, sucked into another church like that. So they were very skeptical of these these other churches. They, they always wanted to go, you, know, you, you need to go to a Bible-believing church, a Bible-preaching church. Uh, and so they tried a couple churches in, in the northern Iowa area, and I know they tried a Lutheran church there. And uh, my dad had some uh, reservations about that church, and then we ended up going to an evangelical church uh, nearby, and that was pretty much the church that I, you know, I went through and and dealt with, and that was the church, my I guess my home church all through high school, stuff like that. And it was it was a pretty fairly standard church. I mean, it was evangelical, not necessarily fundamentalist. Um, you know, it was it was a it was a good church. You know, nothing too crazy. Nothing. Uh, there's there's nothing too charismatic. It was a very kind of even keel uh, church. I remember I couldn't stand I couldn't stand the music. And um, you know, when you're younger, you, you don't really you always kind of get bored through the through the sermons and stuff like that. So, and I don't have any crazy fond memories of that church, but I, I did make a lot of friends there and that was kind of my home church. So, um, and living in a small town, Iowa, you kind of meet going to a church out of town, um, uh, at a different town is, is kind of cool because you're, you're meeting friends from another town and you get, you see each other's, you see each other at uh, different school functions and when there's a sporting event or something like that. So, so that was always very, uh, so I guess that was, that was beneficial. So, um, so like that, that's that's my younger church background, you know. It's nothing nothing too crazy happen, happening. I know that uh, I I remember my my dad always seemed to end up pissing people off um, in in the churches, and 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 it's kind of like I wish I can kind of go back as an adult now and see what was going on. My I, I know that my dad always he wanted to teach. He kind of has that. Um, he's always had a desire to kind of teach and help people learn. And, and he's very passionate about, uh, his Christian faith and what the Bible means to him. And, uh, his ideas always didn't gel with other people. And when that didn't happen, it seemed like, um, he may have tried to force the issue. And, and it, 
you know, I, I don't have, I, I remember my, my dad and my, my, my parents, you know, they would go to, they, they would have, we had friends in the church. And then, uh, you know, as time goes on, those friends kind of distance themselves and kind of don't hang out as much. And then my friends, my parents have a new set of friends um, that kind of click with their ideas a little bit more. So that's, that's my memories. And I'm sure if I have a conversation with my parents today, it's going to be, it, it would be different, but those are my memories that I have. So, so I come from a very, you know, a family that's very, for the, for the most part, I guess, fundamentalist isn't a good word because I don't, Look at fundamentalists—a very positive light, but but they—they're very much. We were taught that the Bible is 100% true, 100% historical accurate, historically accurate. Um, if you don't uh, draw near to Jesus, if you don't, you know, if, you know, you're saved. But I always had a feeling that if I screwed up, I could be ending my ending back, you know, heading back to hell, you know. Um, you know, you better not have sex before marriage because, you know, if you don't repent from that, you're, you're going to hell. Um, I was, I was raised that, um, that if you're gay, you're going to hell. Um, so all that, all that stuff, and I'm sure there's more, and I mean, I'm sure more of this will come out the more that I do this show. But being raised like that, you kind of are in kind of a bubble and you're looking at everyone kind of, you know, kind of a bit suspicious, you know. Um, and, you know, everyone you meet that doesn't believe that isn't a Christian, you're like, they're going they're going to hell. So I had a hard time. I think I had a hard time processing that. I, I never I never quite believed that a hundred percent, you know, like I had friends in school and, and, you know, I mean, here we are in the big, bad public school. They're going to teach you evolution and they're okay with people being gay. And, uh, you better watch out, you know, uh, they're going to suck. They're going to drag you down to hell. So I, I, it's kind of how I felt, but you know, and as you can see, I'm a pretty sarcastic person. So I try not to be super sarcastic and I'm sure, uh, it rubs some people the wrong way sometimes, so I'll try to curb that. But, <laughs> but I'm basing all this off memory, and like I said, uh, if if I have conversations with my parents, I'm sure there'll be a different perspective. But, um, but I, I you know I had friends, you know, I had friends with different opinions, and we're all in high. Like, what what do you know? What do you know when you're in junior high and middle school and high school? You don't know anything. You're still learning. You're still you're still learning how to figure out this world. You're still trying to find your voice. So I had a rough time kind of going back and forth um, as far as, you know, my Christian walk, my Christian faith. And I knew I always had to be good and and I needed to make the right friends. I needed to hang out with the right people. I needed to not drink and I tried not, you know, try not to swear and... um gotta watch out because if I, uh, you know, I could get direct, sucked down the pathway of evil and stuff like that. And so high school, I think I was just kind of coasted through high school. I had some, I had friends and we hung out. I didn't party with anybody and I was a fairly good kid. Didn't like math, hated math. 
and, you know, just try to be a good kid, keep my nose clean and, and stuff like that. I never really, but I never really had a desire to go out and party and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And so I, you know, generally I was in a pretty safe environment, you know, we didn't really, I, I, I guess, I, I guess we lived out in the country, so I couldn't really test the boundaries either. But, um, but then when, when I, when I got out of high school and then you're, then you're plopped into college and, you know, and, and adulthood and college is a completely different set of rules. So that's when I finally, you know, that's when I started, um, for a while, I just kind of gave up on the whole, on the whole Christian thing. I, I didn't care. You know, I wanted to, I was making friends. I was trying to get through school and it just wasn't high on my priority list. Um, I just didn't care. I just wanted to get through school and, and kind of figure things out on my own and, and uh, I had a drink for the first time when I was in college, and you know, then, then you—that's when I—I I learned that I, you know, drinking a whole lot was not fun. I learned that um, you kind of you kind of see the people, other other people, you know, and you kind of, and I would always kind of see, I guess, gauge what I did based on what other people are doing. Like, oh, I don't want to end up like that guy. I don't want to. I always wanted to be in control. So there, I did drink and I, you know, got drunk a few times and, uh, you know, it's all fun. You're feeling rebellious and everything like that. Um, but I, you know, I, I finally was able to kind of learn for myself, like what, what, I guess what, what my tolerance would be and all that kind of stuff. And, and it's, and, uh, it, as far as like a Christian, a Christian, a Christian kid, person growing up, like a lot of people, I mean, I guess as a teenager, that's your time to kind of get all that out of your system and figure out where you're at. And mine was kind of delayed until college. Because um, in high school, I just didn't really want to talk about my faith. I didn't, you know, some people, you, you kind of knew some people were Christian, some people weren't. Some, And I just, you know, I just didn't even want the trouble. I would, I, would, I would listen to, I remember there's, you know, I would, it would be kind of up and down too, right? So I remember I would be... Um, there's a time where I was listening to a lot of secular music back in high school and my dad found it. I had it. I had, I had all, all my rap music, uh, in a drawer in my, in my I had a little desk and I hid all my rap music and my heavy metal stuff, my secular stuff in a drawer. And I remember I forgot to lock it one day and I came home and my dad had all my CDs sitting on the table and he was listening to them. And a long story short, I mean, my, I, that was a, that was a, that wasn't a fun day. I, I remember being so nervous and it was like, it was like, I, you know, it felt like, you know, somebody found out that I murdered someone, you know what I mean? But it's like, but my dad had just found my music that has some cuss words and, you know, some, not, you know, um, in it and, uh, well, and, and with the rap stuff, some sexual stuff, of course. So we had a conversation about it. Uh, my dad wanted, he want he asked, I know, I remember he asked me, you know, what do these lyrics mean? Does it mean anything to you? And, and a lot of it for me, there was a couple things with that. I, I know I'm going back and forth, so just bear with me. I, I liked the music. No, first and foremost, it was about the music. The second bit, bit of it was, yeah, yeah, it was a bit edgy. You know, it was, I'm, I'm kind of walking the boundary between, you know, being a Christian and, and Christian stuff and non-Christian stuff. And, you know, there's a bit of that, that 
you know, a little bit of that rebellious side in there. That and, that, and that's why I had them. You know, that's what, what drew me to the music, I guess, or drew me to those bands. But um, so, long story short, I had to burn all my music, a lot of which I've I've gotten since I got into college. I've re, pretty much rebought all of it. Um, I had to burn the music, and then I can only listen to Christian music. And some, while some Christian music's okay, a lot of Christian music sucks. It's just the way it is. There's something about it. It is not as good as standard music. I don't even like. I don't even even like using the word secular. So, so that was my. You know, that was like my most rebellious point in in high school was listening to you know Ice Cube and Pearl Jam. So, to kind of put in perspective, like that was like the worst thing I ever did in in high school. And then here I was in college, like all of a sudden going to parties and. Um, trying a little bit of marijuana and trying alcohol. And so as being raised in a Christian home, there's that thing in the back of your head like, oh my gosh, if I die right now, I'm going to hell. I am I am straight up in sin. And um, so I was constantly going through the back of my head in college and putting myself through college and working and, uh, you know, getting in relationships and, and things like that. And, uh, kind of learning, you know, learning the ropes, learning how to be an adult and, and function on my own. But in the back of my mind, there's always the, you know, I'm all, I'm, I am not, I am not right. I'm not walking with God. I'm not, not doing the right thing. So, Eventually, after college, and as as I went to community college for a couple of years, took a year off. I was in a pretty serious relationship. Uh, I took a year off to kind of figure out what I was going to do, where I was going to go. Because at that time, I thought, you know, I might marry this. I might marry this person. So uh, I need to really start getting serious about stuff. And and I did that, and uh, I took that year off, and then. I decided, you know, get my shit together, and then I went, uh, got things in play, in, in all lined up to go to uh, to a nearby college that had a great communications program. Learned, yeah, you know, that's where I learned radio and and all that kind of stuff um, at 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 this college. So, so I don't know where I'm going with all this, but I'm just kind of spilling my guts here. A little perspective on on me. So during that time, I, I, mean, I don't want to give too much information away. That's the thing. <laughs> How honest do I want to be on this podcast, right? <laughs> Who's listening? <laughs> um, I, I, I felt like I, at the time, because of the guilt that had racked up, I'm mean, here. I was, uh, I'm drinking alcohol. Um. I'm I'm in a relationship. I'm not I'm not in a relationship with a, a Bible believing Christian or you know like a like a true Christian. Um all this guilt racked racked up. I'm having I'm having sex before marriage. Um so I I ended and the relationship ended up taking its course and ending. And uh and I'm not, you know, I I don't know there's a lot of stuff that could have ended it, but um but at, at that time, I was trying to get back into church. But before the relationship ended, I was trying to get back into church. 
I was trying to be better. I had even more guilt racked up on, racked up on me. Um, and I, you know, that could have possibly started spiraling the relationship out of control, but there, that relationship ended and I, I, I finished college and in college, um, I know I kind of went to church here and there and it, like the, all this time, like my, my Christian faith is there and I'm, I'm kind of growing a little bit, kind of learning, but, but no, I'm not really challenging anything. I'm not really questioning anything. I'm just kind of believing and I'm just kind of, man, I really hope I don't go to hell. <laughs> That's the main thing. I hope, you know, I, I, I hope, uh, I hope I'll go to heaven. And, uh, so so I guess that that's some of my some of my background. I ended up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, working for a Christian band. You know, uh, see, I I could never. I always felt feel like I needed to get in and and be close to Christian people. Work, you know. So I ended up uh, working for a Christian band, and that was great. I learned a lot, and I, I learned uh, I learned a lot about Christian music and the behind the scenes, and uh, and you know, Christian music's just the music business marketed it's music marketed to christians and that's when I, that's when i started to learn that there's this whole subculture of business that was marketing to christians and it's really unique because you know you don't have muslim bands you don't have you know um mormon mormon bands that are have their mormon little mormon record label you know or a muslim record label it was it, it, for some reason evangelical christians have it down on how to market their faith. And I learned a lot about business and a lot of stuff that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, mixing business and religion. Um, I learned a lot of things being on the road with, with the band. I was on the road with this band called uh, Pillar and uh, all great guys. And you learn when you're on tour, especially even with with Christians, like we're all we're all just people trying to figure this out trying to figure out this life, trying to figure out this world. Why are we here? And, you know, uh, these, these guys in these Christian bands, they have an added pressure of, I'm kind of a spokesperson for, for Christianity. I got these young Christians looking at me, and if I fuck up, uh, I'm going to fuck them up. <laughs> I, you know, uh, so I think right here, it'll, this will be a good time to take another little break here. Um, this is one of my all-time favorite songs. Uh, this is a singer-songwriter. His name is Noah Gunderson. And the song is called Jesus, Jesus. Could you tell me what the problem is With the world and all the people in it Because I've been hearing stories About the end of the world But I'm in love with a girl And I don't want to leave her And the television screams Such hideous things They're talking about the war on the radio they say the whole thing's gonna blow And we will all be left alone No, we'll be dead And we won't know what hit us Jesus, Jesus, if you're up there, won't you hear me? Cause I've been wondering if you're listening for quite a while 
And Jesus, Jesus, it's such a pretty place we live in And I know we fucked it up, but please be kind Don't let us go out like the dinosaurs Or blown to bits in a third world war There are a hundred different things I'd still like to do I'd like to climb to the top of the Eiffel Tower Look up from the ground at a meteor shower And maybe even raise a family Jesus, Jesus, there are those that say they love you But they have treated me so goddamn mean And I know you said forgive them For they know not what they do But sometimes I think they do I think about you And if all the heathens burn in hell To all their children burn as well What about the Muslims and the gays And the unwed mothers And what about me and all my friends Are we all sinners if we sin Does it even matter in the end If we're unhappy Jesus, Jesus, I'm still looking for answers Though I know that I won't find them here tonight But Jesus, Jesus, could you call me if you have the time And maybe we could meet for coffee and work it out And maybe then I'll understand what it's all about I remember when I would find out, like, uh, when I found out that Amy Grant had an affair, I couldn't believe it. Uh, how could this woman of God who wrote all these Christian songs uh, have an affair, you know? Is she going to hell now? Like, what's going on? So, through all this, you, you kind of learn, like, you kind of get a glimpse of the, of the behind the curtain that, you know... A lot of Christians try to put on a perfect face, and this happens with Christian bands, Christian singer-songwriters, singer with churches. Um, everyone tries to put their best face forward, and nobody wants to be real and transparent. And that really rode me the wrong way. Um, you you kind of start seeing the seedy underbelly when you work in the kind of a Christian industry. You start seeing the seedy underbelly of of business of business decisions not faith decisions not you know um but it all boils down to the bottom dollar you know in the christian music industry um so that was kind of another another kind of hint that like that was building my I guess my journey my faith journey right so i'm i'm not i didn't really want to associate myself with the praise jesus people um i have faith i believe you know i i i know fe i felt that there's no way we're alone you know that this world is so gigantic um you know i just kind of have i've i just kind of believe you know what um 
Jesus was real. He died for my sins. We may not know it all. We don't know it all. Uh, I'm going to love other people. And that's pretty much how I've always, I've lived my life. And, um, so, so I'm bumming, I was bumming around Tulsa, Oklahoma, working for the band off and on, had a few jobs and I, I met my wife. Uh, she was going to a, a Bible school there. I met her and we clicked. Um, and the, and the way we clicked was amazing. It, there's certain things where you do you chalk it up to chance? Do you chalk it up to just uh, the universe, the planets aligning, or is there something bigger kind of moving the pieces? And the way that her and I met, you know, I, I fully believe that it, it it was a divine intervention, if you want to call that, or or it it was more than it was bigger than the both of us. So we met and we moved out to California. And, um, I got involved in her church and, uh, it's a Bible believing church and uh, a lot of good people running the church. And, um, and so we've been going to that church and, uh, when we can, uh, she works on the weekends. So it makes things a little bit hard for all of, it made things a little bit hard for us, you know, to go. But so I end up working for, uh, a Christian clothing company, a Christian retail company. And I, I really, I felt when I was working in, I started in the retail stores and I felt, you know, finally here was, I was kind of making Im- impact. I was, I was meeting people, talking to people, uh, you know, showing people love. And, you know, in, in the, when you're in the Christian community surrounded by Christians, it's all lovey-dovey and, and everything's great, you know, cause you're surrounded by your like-minded people. So that was really, I mean, it was good for me to be around like my like-minded people. And I really enjoyed working in those stores. Um, I was also working in a restaurant. So it was a nice little change of pace. You're kind of in a safe zone, you know, uh, selling these Christian products. <laughs> and, uh, I ended up getting a job at the, the corporate office. Um, and, uh, it was my first big job, you know, and it was, it was great. Um, and it was great. It was a really good job. A lot of great people working there. Um, but then again, the seedy underbelly of mixing business and religion, uh, started rearing its ugly head again. And there was a lot, I had a lot of frustration with that job. And I don't know if, I'm not going not gonna to go into it here. I do want to do a podcast on Christian marketing and stuff like that. But there's, there's a lot that I just, you know, like, you're you're all you're Christians working together, and you're trying to be good and, and respectful of each other. Um, but then you have to also meet your sales goals. And I was doing there's a they had a clothing line, and I was doing wholesale, uh, both sales, a little bit of sales, but I was doing account management kind of, and um, involved with you know the numbers, and we were selling wholesale to other stores who would sell the product and stuff like that. So. You start seeing these two, these two uh, forces butting heads, and things get ugly. You know, things get ugly. There's just no way around it. People get laid off. People get fired. Uh, people don't meet their goals. You know, things happen. But for the most part, it's pretty positive. But the the owner was a downer. <laughs> he was. He was like I probably the most uh, the most negative person I think <laughs> that I ever met and he was he was leading the company he was leading the company and and just man 
the guy knew how to just bring things down and uh, very focused on, you know, of course, a business has to run. So business has to make X amount of dollars, right? So he has that going. He's also out there. Uh, uh, he has speaking engagements and stuff like that. And, 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 but the whole goal is like, man, everyone is so lost and, and we need to share the gospel and we need to do this because they're just lost. They're all lost. And it's just, um, I don't know. So having that in a business setting where I just wanted to sit there, I really just wanted to work and get my, get my job done and get out of there. I wasn't, I was kind of behind the scenes corporate office. I didn't want to get involved in this stuff. And we were required to have a Bible study and every Wednesday. And, uh, it's just, after a while that just, I guess just started grading on me. And, um, and then the shit hit the fan. Um, the life, the thing that pretty much changed, um, changed my life. Cause, cause uh, up to this point, I was trying to do good, trying to learn more, trying to, trying to be the best Christian that I could, even, even though there's things I disagreed with, what I saw in, in the churches I would go to in these businesses I worked for, I was all about just, you know, you know, really Christ teach love and you really should. And, and that's the biggest thing is, is love. And, and I was really at a good place, kind of content, content and, you know, wanting to learn. Um, and then late one night, uh, we get, we get a phone call and my brother-in-law had been in an automobile accident and he was pretty much brain dead at the time. Brain, he was, he was brain dead. And he had struggled with a lot of things just like anyone. I mean, he was like me when I was in my twenties, you know, we weren't that, we didn't have that big of an age difference, but he was going through the same shit that I did trying to figure this all out. And he, I remember my father-in-law always going to the front of the church and trying to intercede and pray for his son, right? That he would, he would turn the corner. He would, um, stop with the drinking. And, and I don't know if there's drugs or anything that ever, ever like that, but he was doing what any college age person would do. Go out on the weekends, hang out with friends, drink a little bit too much, be stupid, make dumb decisions. It's all part of being in your 20s. And, and I, you know, I saw my father-in-law going up to church, praying. It really broke him up that he wasn't, that his son wasn't coming to church with us. He had kind of have, I guess, had a falling out or whatever. But he was, he had worked for the church for a while and got let go and it, that messed with him. So he was dealing with that just like anyone would at that age. So, so, so pretty much for me seeing, you know, seeing my father-in-law, uh, uh, trying to pray for his son, trying to get his son back in the church, trying to be there for him. And right before the accident, my, my brother-in-law, uh, was really starting to get his stuff together. Uh, he was trying to work out. He was, he was working for a job. He was, he was uh, he was working for one of the city council members doing land development stuff, and he was learning how to you know had to dress up for work, be at work on time, you know, uh, uh, and he was just, he was finally starting to get it together, just like I did when I start, finally started getting stuff together, figuring out how to work on my own, make my own money, make my own decisions, be responsible, and he'd bought you know he'd bought a truck, and he was wanted to get involved with the church. Um, he was trying to quit smoking, you know, 
uh, he was really trying to start getting his shit together. And then, so then one night we get a call that he's been in, in a car accident. So, so my brother-in-law ended up dying that night or the next day. And that, this whole experience had a, a, a toll on me, took a toll on me. Sorry, <laughs> my cat. It took a toll on me um, as far as my faith went. And that was about five years ago. So I stopped working at the the, the, the Christian company. I really, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it anymore. You know, um, I didn't see God. I didn't. I I I blame I I was pissed off at God. You know, um why why would why would this happen? Why would this happen? You ask these questions when someone you know and someone you're close to dies. You know. Why why them? You know, why why when he's finally starting to get his stuff together, does he make a normal twenty something mistake? And why does he have to die? You know? So, so it, 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 it fucked me up. <laughs> it messed me up. So I got, I stopped that, I stopped that job and I actually started working for his, his former employer because him and I were very similar in what we liked to do. And I figured I can come in and I was close to him so I can kind of pick up the ball where he left it and, and, and kind of sort things out and, it was a chance for me to, to to learn and grow as well, and um, and it was a good job, you know. Um, it 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 was rough sitting in his desk, you know. I was like, why the hell did I do this? <laughs> why did I start working where he did? And that that messed with me too. But um, but I was glad to be I was glad to be out of a out of, out of a Christian job because with all with what with. with with what I've seen and what I've what I've been through and and everything and like I said the more shows that happen I'll probably more of this will spill out but uh, just faith and business just it it's not a good mix it doesn't mix it doesn't mix that well it's like oil and water so I was glad to be out of that and um, so that that started my seeking right I. Uh, you know, things weren't as, you know, rosy and cheery as, you know, your your Christian glasses kind of get, kind of fall off and get broken. You see the world for what it truly is, which, which the world, you know, just stuff happens every day. Innocent people die every single day and there's nothing we can do about it. And so that's when I started having these questions on, if God's such an all-powerful, all-loving God, why is he letting all these innocent people die so horribly and meanwhile we got child molesters and rapists just walking around nothing bad happening to them but then so so that's my that was my mindset so for a while i was kind of you know going to church trying to go to church i didn't want to but i was pretty much you know for the most part borderline agnostic you know tinkering on atheism um so so I was just kind of in a stagnant place for a few years like that and not really studying anything and not really learning anything and kind of just not, just kind of avoiding the conversation of religion altogether. 
And, you know, there would be things and my wife and I would talk and I, we would talk about stuff. And it's like, I still had that Christian faith in me. It was just shattered. And, and I didn't know really who to talk to about it. And I, I started, I started reading books and, um, and, you know, talk to my, talk to my brother for what, about things and, and, uh, trying to read different things, but you know, with a wife and two kids, it's really hard to sit down and read, read anything. <laughs> but, um, so, so here I was kind of swirling around, right? I didn't really know. I didn't really know what I believed. And all I knew was that there are innocent people dying. There are people being persecuted by Christians. Um, I started seeing the church uh, you know, because uh, once once the gay marriage thing started coming into play, and in, in more in politics and more of a front and center, I started seeing just uh, just uh, all this hate speech from these churches aimed at you know the gay and lesbian, I guess the the, the LGBT community, and that really rubbed me the wrong way by the Christian church. So I, here I was trying to struggle with my faith, trying to patch things up and put things back together, but I didn't want to be with associated with these people that were spewing all this hate towards these group of people. So that's kind of kept me from, uh, that's kind of kept me at bay too, as like, man, maybe I don't want to be associated with these people. So, so, so that, that that's kind of where I am, I guess. I'm kind of circling, circling faith. I'm on my own faith journey. And um, I'm a little through things I've read, I mean, I've, 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 I've read things from, uh, you know, you listen to, to debates between Christopher Hitchens and, uh, there's some other people I, I should probably have some stuff up here on my screen so I can actually know <laughs> who I'm talking about. But I started listening, uh, you know, to a lot of, uh, debates between Christians and atheists about evolution. I started listening to podcasts, um, geared towards the atheist community about people, you know, ministers, there's a couple of evangelical ministers, others, one of his names is, one of, uh, Dan Barker was an evangelical preacher that is now an atheist, so I, all this stuff started fascinating me, and I started, uh, just like, just almost freebasing this stuff, just lining it up and listening to it, going to work, listening to, to debates, listening to these podcasts, trying to balance it out with the Christian perspective as well, but, it's hard to find a good, un, a unbiased, I guess, Christian podcast. And I did find a few, and listening to those, um, Jay Baker um, has been a huge help in kind of keeping me grounded. Uh, so I, I know that not all, you know, not all Christians are complete bigots and assholes. Like there are some people out there fighting the good fight for what they believe is is the gospel of grace. And that's the one thing I really connected with was was the gospel of grace, but there was th- there but there would be things in the Bible that I would read that would go against that, you know, things in Paul's letters, um, telling you know telling saying that women need to cut their hair or shouldn't cut their hair, need to cover their heads, that they shouldn't speak, uh, homosexuality is uh, an abomination, um, all, all this stuff, and then don't even get me started on the Old Testament. I don't know, I don't know where I stand in the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> Still working that out, but um, so there's been a sprinkling of people. NT Wright is a very, uh, I I feel dumb when I listen to him because he's such at a level above me as far as theology goes. But he's, 
a little bit forward thinking different. Is he's different than the normal evangelical fundamentalist preaching, whereas the Bible is the inspired word of God. We need to read the Bible, follow the Bible to the T, what it says, no matter what, and it's 100% true. So, so I'm listening to all this stuff. I'm kind of getting balanced. You know, I started getting um, learning things about the Bible. Uh, there's a uh, there's a, a um, guy by the name of Bart Ehrman who has written a handful of books, kind of questioning the authenticity of the Bible. And he's a, he's a biblical scholar, uh, very heady. And like I said, like when I read this stuff, I feel like I'm just I'm, I'm stupid and can't understand it. Um, started reading some of his books. I read. Um, Oh shoot, I can't remember right now. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll, like I said, I'll be talking about this and uh, a lot more as weeks go on, I'm sure. So I'm listening to all the stuff, kind of getting all these different perspectives, and I agree with some things from what this person said. I agree with some things from what from what this person said here. I agree with with this Christian saying here. There's a uh, um all of. Uh, all of a sudden, like my worldview doesn't line up with pretty much. I feel like my worldview didn't line up with <laughs> with anyone. I'm not an atheist. Um, I don't think I will ever be an atheist. I I think that there is so much unknown in the world that we can't say we know it all. And atheists say they know for sure there is no God. Well, I I there's too many variables. Um, there's too many variables to that argument. Um. I don't know if I'll ever figure it out. Uh, you know, maybe I can consider myself an agnostic. I don't know. However, I connect with I connect with the Christian faith more than anything else that I've read so far. <laughs> um. So. So I guess that you know that that's where I'm at. Um, I I read a book. There's a book that my brother told me to read, and I started reading it called "The Reflective Christian." And I don't have time to really go into it right now, but the reflective Christian, the book is called The Myth of Certainty, and it really started speaking with me about you know maybe maybe this is where I am, maybe I can align myself with with this as a reflective Christian, um, someone who's not afraid to ask the tough questions, you know, someone who's not afraid not to know it all, someone who's not afraid to kind of be pissed off at God every now and then, someone who's not afraid to doubt. Um, so, so I'm reading this book, and we'll see where I we'll we'll see where I come out. But, um, but my perspective is basically, if you think you know it all, if you think you know without a shadow of a doubt, um, what you believe, right? You probably are doing something wrong because. As the the human race is constantly growing and and evolving, and we're learning new things, and if you cut yourself off from learning anything new, then that's a problem. So I don't ever want to be that kind of person that is just, you know, what I'm content with this uh, this little patch right here, this little sliver of belief. This is where I'm at. I'm not going to grow anymore. And don't talk to me. You're wrong, and I'm right, and that's it. And we're not going to have a conversation. I'm going to tell you what you should think. And I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. So that's what I don't want to be. So I guess I, you know, you can, I guess I would have a reflective Christian bias on this show, I guess. But I'm going to try to be on as unbiased. 
my goal is to be unbiased. So that's right. That's that's uh, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> I hope that all made sense, and I'm you know kind of rambling, and it's complicated, right? Like life is complicated. And I never want to be a person who claims they know it all. I never do. Um, I want to be on my deathbed still with questions. I mean, it'd be nice if I can get some answers. I mean, hell, it'd be nice if Jesus came came down and we got a cup of coffee and he can answer some questions because I re- would really appreciate that. <laughs> you know, we all, you, if, if you're a searching person like me, that would be the best thing to happen, right? Or an audible voice to come down and say, hey, you know what? You're on the right track. Uh, you veered off over here, but hey, uh, I'm I'm real, and and you're keep on going. You know, it'd be nice if that happened, right? It'd be nice if if sometime uh, you were driving home and uh, you know uh, time stopped and the light shone down and you you know got some some wisdom, some revelation. But unfortunately, life's not like that. And unfortunately, it, unfortunately, it hasn't happened to me, and. And uh, so I'm just going on. I'm going on with it. I'm. I'm. Uh, I like asking tough questions. I like mixing up the pot. I like pushing the envelope on, on the conversation. Um, if you 100% think you know it all and I'm wrong, I am definitely gonna push your buttons and uh, try to mix things up a bit because that's that's. I guess that's the kind of the person that I am. So, so, uh, so welcome to this show. <laughs> I hope you're not scared away. Scared away. Um, this show is not about me. I the last thing I want to do is is do this again and just talk to you guys for an hour. That it's not me, and um, I don't even know if I can re-listen to this or not. But I I, I hope you've gotten something out of it. I hope you kind of know me a little bit better, and uh, we can go from there. And the, these next, I'm I'm so excited about this show because. I have, there's so many people I want to talk to, and the show is going to be about their stories. So every week, you're going to hear a new perspective, a new opinion, and a new story, and I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm going to learn, and uh, we'll, we'll have conversations on, on the internet. Uh, you can go to uh, the AXPX.com. Um, the armchair philosopher, the armchair philosophers is way too gigantic to type in there. So, so for now, and I'll probably be calling this the AXPX show. Um, but the, the website is the AXPX.com. You can follow me on Twitter, um, at the AXPX. And I'm also set up a Facebook page, facebook.com slash the AXPX. So join the conversation, tell your friends about it. Um, I, next week's show is actually going to be an interview. Um, I want to talk to my, my longtime friend, Erica, Erica Meyer about her journey. She's been on a a pretty incredible journey the past, uh, past few years. And we'll talk with her about that. And, uh, it's going to be fun. So, um, I'm, I'm hoping to do maybe the, maybe like a little news segment at the beginning and then the interview, and then that'll be it. And then hopefully we all learn, and we all can have a conversation. If you have questions for me, I would love to read emails and questions and all that kind of stuff. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can email uh, Sean. Uh, my name is spelled S-E-A-N, like Sean Connery. Uh, Sean at the AXPX.com. 
Uh, if you have uh, ideas for interviews, if you know of anybody, if you think you have a story about your journey, send me an email. Let's well, if you have Skype, we'll you know we'll have a conversation. We'll record it and put it up as a show. This show can go on for so long because all of us are on our own journey, and and that's the beautiful thing about being human. You know, uh, I, when when I'm talking to my wife about this stuff because we have conversations and she's. Well, you know, asking me because she she gets concerned <laughs> with this journey that I am on, and you know she's she's totally it's it's okay for her to be concerned, you know. Um, but she asked me, you know, are you know, uh, well, what do you believe? Like, are we, you know, here all by ourselves? Is there is there a god? Is there a creator? What do you think? And I, I can say that human beings are incredible. Like, we're the only species on this planet that's trying to figure out where the hell we all came from. Dogs don't do that. They're just happy sitting on your couch and chewing up your furniture, you know? <laughs> chewing up your underwear. Uh, cats don't question where they are. You're, they come to you, you feed them, they're happy, then they go back to sleep. We're the only species on this planet that's trying to figure out where we come from and, and, and what runs the cosmos and, you know, is there a god? And how did we get here? Why are we here? We're the only species that does that. So to me... Right now, where I am in my journey, that speaks a lot, and and let's figure this out together. You know, let's. Uh, there's not going to be any Christianese in this. There's not going to be any praise Jesuses. There's not going to be any. You know, I'm not going to call anybody brother or sister. Uh, you know, I I want real and raw conversation, and you know. The good stuff, the ugly stuff. That's what I hope I can bring to the table with this show, and I, I hope you guys uh, join, you know, join this journey with me and join the conversation, and, and uh, it's it's gonna be fun. All right, uh, I'm kind of wrapping up. I'm kind of going in circles, <laughs> wrapping up here. So, uh, find me on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/theaxpx, and and Twitter, uh, theaxpx on Twitter, and uh, and I I got videos. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to run the website yet, but I'm going to probably do essays. And, uh, and if you're a writer and you have, uh, things you want to write about, um, you know, let me know, you know, maybe you can be a guest, you know, a guest publisher or whatever publisher, a guest writer, and we'll fill up the website with interesting, uh, articles and stuff like that. So, so there we go. I uh, hope you guys have a great week and, uh, hope you enjoy the show. I really you know, I'm such a, I'm going to go back and listen to the show. And I know that there's going to be things that I'm going to be like, why did I say that? And I probably got facts wrong. And my mom and dad are going to probably listen to this and go, what are you talking about? (laughs) So mom and dad, if you're listening, (laughs) I probably got some things wrong, but, uh, this show is all about honest conversation and just kind of letting things get out there. And we need, and I was telling my wife this morning, and we need to live our lives like that. Everyone is so concerned with how they're perceived, they don't let their real selves come out. And, you know, you're working at a job, and, and you're, you, you don't want to bring up religion at the job with your coworkers, right? You, you meet someone new, last thing you want to bring up is religion and politics. The last thing you want to discuss. Why is that? Why can't we have a conversation? Why can't we respect each other's opinions? You know, why can't we love and respect people who aren't like us? And 
that's where I'm at, and that's where I hope what I hope we can contribute with this show. And that's I'm gonna sign off like that. All right, all of you have a great week. Uh, again, thanks for listening to the show, and I I hope that I hope it meant something to you, and I really hope that uh, the, the shows to come are gonna be a lot of fun, and I really hope I don't have to talk for a whole hour again. Good God Almighty! All right, all of you have a great week. This is Sean DeRager with the Armchair Philosopher Armchair Philosopher Podcast signing off. I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye. Au